You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today, I've got a very special guest. I've got the director of the sporting dog group for Purina, Carl Gunzer. Carl, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris, how are you today? Doing great, doing great. And Carl, you know, this is an exciting show for us. Purina is such a great partner to Ducks Unlimited and the podcast, obviously, but I'm excited, you know, to have you on here to talk about some of the things that, that Purina does with dog food and the sporting dog group and, and how important that is um, for duck hunters. And, and especially even this time of year, you know, uh, off season, it's really important to really focus on the food and, and uh, focus on the health of your dog. So, but before we get rolling here, what I'd like to do with you, since it's first time guest and probably, uh, probably, you'll probably be on multiple times now following this, but, uh, I want you to kind of explain what your background is and how you kind of became the director of the sporting dog group for Purina. You know, for years, I was a, a dog trainer, right? I owned my own kennel, trained retrievers, and, um, I've always loved, uh, Purina, the company. You know, I always fed, uh, Pro Plan to my dogs I was training. Um, I figured it out one time. I had fed over a hundred tons of propane before I came to work for Purina. So I've definitely, uh, definitely kind of a super user, you know, and a, a fan of the, of the product. And, um, but mainly I trained retriever field trial dogs. So mostly Labradors, you know, a few Goldens and other breeds, but really a, a retriever trainer that, um, competed in field trials across the country and went to a few nationals, trained a Canadian national champion. You know, competed with all levels of dogs from Derby, which is two-year-olds up to, you know, kind of nationally competitive dogs. And just loved the whole the whole sport of retriever field trials. And I really came around to that from being a duck hunter growing up. 
Uh, and I should also say, I've always been a DU member since I was like, uh, since Green Wings, you know, I've always been a fan of DU. Um, so that's kind of been fun to now be in a role where I can help support, you know, an organization that I believe in personally. You know, I think it's really a testament to both organizations how, uh, you know, Purina came aboard. And I don't know the exact data when you guys started, you know, working very closely with, with DU as a partner. Um, but, you know, it's, I think it's going to be interesting for people to know how Purina and DU kind of, you know, um, really work seamlessly in, in not only just in, um, as far as like the sporting dog group and the, the dog food and things like that, but also on the conservation side. Can you kind of talk about, um, you know, why Purina is involved with DU and, and what, what that relationship means to Purina? Yeah. So it's, um, it's a great example of a relationship, or really I like to think of it as a partnership across a lot of different levels in our, in our company, you know, so, uh, you know, maybe one of the obvious things is right. Hey, uh, you know, you've got 650,000, uh, members, most of them own dogs and, uh, and we make dog food, right? So that's kind of a, a, a no brainer, mm-hmm. but you know, really, um, one of the company's focuses has been making really high quality, um, nutrient dense foods for sporting dogs, which is why I fed pro plan and, and why a lot of, uh, most trainers and competitors that really compete are feeding pro plan. Turns out that's great. It's a great fit for hunting dogs as well. So, um, so that's kind of a natural fit, um, from a, a usage and a marketing and a brand side. But the other important thing is, you know, as a large company, um, Purina uses a lot of commodities in the manufacturing of our dog food. So, you know, as a big company and as a big user, um, we've got an obligation to the environment. You know, we have to ensure a high quality, sustainable su- supply chain. We've got, uh, you know, making our food, we use a lot of ingredients, you know, chicken, rice, beef, fat, all those things. And uh, it's important for us really to invest in clean air and water and soil health um, for the environment, but for Purina to, to have a sustainable um, future. I think, um, you know, Jack Scott, our, our VP of sustainability, I, I saw a quote from him last week and he said, uh, you know, healthy products are made from healthy ingredients grown in healthy ecosystems. And so um, that's really kind of the nuts and bolts of it. And so we, we work with organizations like, um, Ducks Unlimited, uh, the Nature Conservancy, Pheasants Forever, Rough Grouse Society, other conservation organizations that um, help uh, help us be good stewards of the environment. No, that's awesome, and I know I know we are definitely excited to, to you know constantly be working with you guys, and uh, you know it's it's just like you said, it's it's certainly a, a partnership that you know has lasting impacts on on several different levels. Um, you know. Before we get right into, you know, the dog food, I kind of wanted to just explain, you know, to our listeners, um, you know, Purina has their head. It's the headquarters there in St. Louis, correct? Yes. Yep. Um, we just celebrated, I think, the 125th anniversary. So the company's uh, obviously really a, a founder in in, uh, in animal nutrition, let alone, you know, uh, pet food. Uh, but it goes back, you know, to the 1800s of basically starting an animal nutrition but there's plants throughout the country. I think we have about a dozen dry food plants in uh, different states. Some are some wet food plants. But uh, um, besides being in North America, it's a global company. So there's, uh, you know, Purina dog food in, you know, Europe, Asia, South America, you know, all over the world. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And I, and that's what I kind of wanted to, uh, touch on and explain. I was fortunate enough to, uh, be invited up there by you guys, uh, a couple years ago and, and went to St. Louis and you guys had a, a just a, an awesome event. Um, and I tell people about it all the time and I'm just going to share a little bit about it, um, he, here on this podcast because the event itself was just so eye opening me to, for me to see the processes and to see, um, your guys' headquarters and, and, you know, the manufacturing planning and, and all the, you know, the different science behind, uh, the way you guys create the food and, and getting out, you know, the best quality foods for dogs and cats. I, I was just, I was just taken aback by the whole process. And one thing that I, I tell people all the time is that, you know, you walk into Purina's headquarters there in St. Louis and there's dogs and cats everywhere. There's <laughs> like dog, everyone's got their dogs. And I thought that was awesome. I mean, we walked in the front door and then, you know, there's, you know, everyone's got their dog on a leash. There's dog parks. So on lunch break, people are out walking their dogs and dogs are playing. And it was just such a cool atmosphere. And, uh, um, and, and then to, to go into the actual science side of it. And, and I'll kind of let you explain that, you know, how important is it and how much stress do you guys put on that science behind just building dog food? It's amazing. And I'll let you kind of explain that. Yeah, sure. So uh, I got to tell you, I was, it's funny just when it's been, I guess I've been with the company about eight years now and I had the same reaction as you when I first walked in the headquarters and I thought, my gosh, these are all, these are my people. These are all dog people. You know, <laughs> it wasn't people showing up at work to ring the clock and get a paycheck, right? They all, every employee I know has dogs, loves or dogs and cats, I should say, and, and cares about them. So I think that's really an important piece, but it's so much more than kibble in a bag. It, you know, a lot of people think that, um, we're just, uh, making something to feed a dog. Um, and, and I like to think of it really as science in a bag. You know, the, there's over 500 researchers, scientists, nutritionists working for Purina and Nestle. And uh, it's amazing the amount of, of crossover and interaction between like Nestle science, scientists that are working on, um, advancements in, whether it's the, the gut microbiome or heart health or kidney health and the, and the, the similarities in, in dog nutrition. So, you know, what we can learn in one piece of science really applies to the next. And, um, as we continue to have innovations in, um, in the brand, I'm just amazed at how much we're learning and how much science really goes in to pet food. Um, whether it's medium chain triglycerides to help, um, brain health in dogs or, uh, probiotics to help gut health and learning more about the, the gut brain axis and how different foods affect dogs anxiety or different things. It's just, it's just an amazing um, subject or the research that goes into it to try and help keep these dogs healthy and happy. And that's really, that's really at the end of the day, what it comes down to is enriching the lives of, of pets and the people that love them. Yeah, no. And, and I remember we walked into an area there that was, it's like a full, you know, it almost looks like a, uh, you know, an, a kitchen, you know, like a, a kitchen at a five-star restaurant. And, and you guys introduced a, um, you know, a professional chef that you actually have professional <laughs> chefs in there who are making meals, you know, that, that look like, 
meals. I mean, it literally looks like, you know, and, and it's all planning and, and there's a, there's a, there's a science behind it, but there's also like a creativity behind it from almost, you know, from the chef's perspective. And she kind of gave a little breakdown of how, wow, she does things and how they test. And I thought that was just awesome. And that's, you know, that's something that's, it's such a detail that, that jumped out to me. I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I had no idea. Like I was <laughs> absolutely blown away. I know it's crazy. Right. And she can make uh She'll make dishes out of basically pet food ingredients, right? So mm-hmm. um, you can make a, I don't know, uh, a sauce out of byproduct meal or different uh, different ingredients in pet foods, and, and it really just shows how healthy and and uh, you know we, we talk about ingredients all the time, but really I think the important thing for the dogs is the nutrients, right? What's in the food, and that's how you make a complete and balanced diet is with the the right nutrients. Absolutely. And that, and that's a perfect segue for me to, you know, kind of open the door to really get into some of the products that, you know, fall under that sporting dog category. And, uh, you know, we've kind of talked offline a little bit and, you know, we, as you know, from Ducks Unlimited, you know, we talk a lot of retriever training. We talk a lot of performance. We talk a lot of nutrition. Um, and, and we talk about it so freely a lot of times that, we just quickly throw out, oh, hey, you know, pro plan 3020, you know, this is, you know, dog food that these trainers are using. This is, you know, the times to feed. This is this. And we go down these quick little tips and, and tactics for, for dog owners. But I think sometimes we, we forget to slow down a little bit. And I'm, that's what I want to do with this podcast with you is we talk about the pro plan 3020. But we don't explain what that 3020 is. And I want you to kind yeah. of explain, <laughs> you know, before we go into this, you know, high performance levels, just explain what the 3020, the 27, 17, you know, those variants, you know, the, the various types of products that you guys have and, and what those numbers mean. Yeah. 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 So, uh, well, first I, I want to say that I, I'm not a veterinarian or a nutritionist or, uh, you know, I, I did, I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express like once. So I kind of <laughs> fake it, but. You know, I know some of the basics and maybe in future podcasts, um, we can get somebody on that can really get into the weeds a little bit more. But, you know, the 30-20 that everybody talks about, the 30%, the first number that people usually talk about is the protein level. So we talk about protein and we say that 30% protein is high protein. And sometimes I think that's a little bit of a, um, I don't want to say myth, but it's, a, it's an overstatement. 30% protein is not really high. Um, it's higher than 27% or some other percentage, but as a, as a percentage for a dog's diet, it's nowhere near what I would consider a high protein diet. But um, first, I'll finish with that thought. So 30% protein, 20% fat. That's the amount of fat in in the 100% of the diet. Um, so what else is there, right? Well, carbs, uh, carbohydrates. So, um, and I'm not going to have this right. But for that diet, let's just assume that's maybe 38%. So I think that gets us to to 88%. What else? is? What's the last 12%? Well, there's moisture. So that might be 10%. And then, you know, you've got vitamins and minerals and other kind of micro ingredients and nutrients that are in the diet. So really, that sort of breaks that out. Now, why 30-20 or why 27-17? So anything, anytime you change those numbers, basically, you'll be increasing the carbohydrates. So why might that make a difference? So, well, protein is what helps build lean muscle. And there's been lots of studies that show that higher levels of protein build stronger, better muscles. Um, and, and some of the really interesting research shows that um, they fed diets like a 24% protein, a 28% or 26% protein and a 30% protein. And the number of injuries in dogs with the 24% protein was more than double 
the injuries of dogs with 30% protein. So just to say that um, it's really important to build good, strong, lean muscles to have a good um, amount of protein in the diet. Fat is really what is the fuel in the gas tank, right? Fat is the most efficient uh, fuel for a dog to burn. Um, it tends to be what would be burned over time. So if you had a long distance runner, you would want to burn fat because it's the most efficient, has the least you know, lactic acid buildup, the least heat, um, and is a great fuel. Carbs, on the other hand, um, burn a little quicker. You know, I think maybe in human terms, we would equate that to maybe like a, a sprint deal, you know, if, um, but it doesn't have the su sustained energy of fat. So all of that to say that, um, you know, a higher protein fat diet is generally uh, more calories. And so for a hardworking dog, it just serves a lot better. Um, that's what most, you know, trainers and professionals, people that are really working a dog feed that 30, 20 because of the higher fat protein levels and the total, um, number of kilocalories in the diet. As you decrease that, you know, it's still a 27% protein, 17% fat diet is still a good diet for an active dog. It's just a little less in, um, in calories. So if you got a dog that's not working as hard or is getting a little older, um, or is an easy keeper, you know, some dogs, uh, like some people just don't need as many calories as others. Um, a 27, 17 is a great product uh, for a working dog. That's a good explanation. And, and all of our listeners, you know, as you listen to Carl kind of explain this breakdown and it, and it is, and, and I'll, you know, I'll be the first one to say it is very technical and it's very, um, you know, in the weeds, but, but, you know, people can, can go on to Purina.com slash pro plan and look at these ingredients, um, as they're making a decision on a food and, and, you know, whether it's protein or fat, but you can go in there, you can download the full ingredients list. I mean, there's PDFs you can download. People can really do some pretty cool research that Purina's already done for you. You just get to read it. Um, I think that's a great resource for people. Yeah. And, you know, Chris, maybe, um, I probably overthink or overconfuse these things because I have a, because I'm interested in it, right? But at the end of the day, uh, if you go online, there's an app that asks questions about the dog and you can help find exactly really what your dog needs. And it's based on, you know, age, weight, activity level, um, life stage. So that's an important thing too, is, you know, we've been talking um, about really working dogs. Well, there's puppies, there's older dogs. And uh, the important thing to do is look on the back of the bag. There's a, an AFCO statement, the American Association of Feed Control Officials. And it will say that that diet is complete and balanced, whether it's for, um, you know, adult dogs or puppies or, you know, lactating females with puppy. I can't remember the terminology, but, um, that's really at the end of the day that, you know, we get into the weeds on it, but it, it's as simple as going to the website, going through, I think it's called my plan on the pro plan website. And it, it'll help walk a person through what's a good solution for their dog. You know, something that's maybe, you know, a little bit exciting here, not a little bit, but really exciting for you guys and for ducks unlimited is here in the very near future, um, you guys are going to come out with a basically like a Ducks Unlimited branded uh, pro plan product. It's awesome. I can't wait to see it. I mean, that's I mean, you know, you said uh, in the beginning how long we've been partnering with DU and I think it was 2015 as we kind of became an official proud partner. And I know back at that time, one of the things I was really hoping to see is um, a duck head on a bag of pro plan. Right. And I uh, it's going to happen this summer, you know, I think August, July, August. Um, and basically it's going to be the sport 30, 20 line. So it'll be, uh, um, similar right now, the sport performance brand. 
um, but we're going to make them with some different novel proteins. So there'll be a, a beef and bison. There'll be a, a turkey, duck and quail, I believe, and maybe a one fish base. I can't remember what it is, but, you know, um, novel proteins have become a, a kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a fad, but um, have become popular in pet foods. And, um, you know, originally, and I'll tell you for years, I always thought, oh, you know, they're fine just eating the same you know, performance chicken is what I fed, you know, every day. Well, a lot of people like to give their dogs a little bit of variety and you can do that with these without having to really switch formulas and, and brands. You know, I mean, you don't want to switch from one brand or formula to another. You can cause digestive upset. So um, by coming out with these different um, 30, 20 formulas with novel proteins, um, you know, people can try some different things on their dog, see what their dog likes. They're going to have a little bit of different taste. So, you know, dogs are going to have preferences. So, um, yeah, it'll be out in the summer. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, that's exciting. And I think, uh, I think everyone's first kind of sneak peek of that is going to be our July, August new guns and gear issue. And, uh, I'm excited, you know, to have that in there. And I know you guys are, are as well. And, um, it's going to be, it's going to be an exciting day when, when those bags start rolling out. That's for sure. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation, take it outside. No doubt, no doubt. I actually, you know, just recently was having a conversation with uh, Mike Stewart at Wild Rose about this. Um, we were kind of we we're talking about traveling with your retrievers, and and you know, he brought up, I know, you know, a very important product that you guys have, and I kind of wanted to segue with this because it kind of opens the door for you to explain some of the other products that that you guys have 
Um, but he is a big fan of the, uh, the probiotic. Yeah. And, and I kind of wanted you to talk about that because I think a lot of people just assume, Hey, Purina, you know, dog and cat food. And, but you guys have so many other products and I wanted to give you an opportunity really, you know, to start out and we can kind of talk about the, the probiotic that you guys have and, and g- give you the opportunity to kind of share with our audience. Yeah. So, um, you know, probiotics is really one of the new frontiers, I think, in um, not only animal health, but human health. You know, I mean, we're learning more and more about how important uh, the micro gut biome is in, um, <clears throat> or I should say the gut microbiome is in um, overall health and, and how it affects so many different things. Um, and uh, the Fortiflora product that Mike was probably talking about, you know, I became a be- such a believer in it. Um, and I can't remember, I was still training dogs and we went between Montana and Texas, you know, where in the summer we're in Montana and we had 24 retrievers. And then we would do this three day trip down to Texas. Um, I really take four days every fall and spring and we'd do this trip. And what a shock this trip is, right? You're in Montana in November and, uh, you know, it's getting in the twenties and cold and freezing and, um, you leave, you head to Texas and in, a matter of three days, you land in a place and it's like 85 degrees and humid and the dogs have been in the crate, you know, driving for days and it would stress their systems. Um, they would get, uh, you know, sometimes they'd throw up, sometimes they'd get diarrhea and not all dogs, but uh, enough dogs that it was bothersome, right? Is you know, we, we looked at ways to try and reduce the stress we were putting on these dogs on this long trip. Well, the first time I tried Fortiflora and I, I, gave it to every dog on the truck. Uh, I did it three days in advance and did it through the trip. I got to Texas. I had zero dogs with intestinal gut issues, right? No dogs, you know, were getting diarrhea. They were maintaining weight. They were traveling well. And it just sold me right then and there on how, how stress affects um, digestion, you know, the gut. And I, I think a lot of people at times they'll say, well, my, my dog's got, you know, diarrhea or it's got issues. And so often it's stress. And, um, so anyway, um, that was my introduction to Fortiflora. And, uh, and now we've come up with some new products. There's one called Calm and Care, which, um, and I don't know how it works, but I know the research and I know a lot of people have had success with it. It, um, it helps, um, reduce stress and anxiety in dogs. So, um, maybe a dog's thunderphobic or, um, has travel stress. Um, or just anxiety around people, that type of thing. And, um, by affecting, there's a a nerve goes from the gut right to the brain. And by affecting that, it really helps dogs, um, be less stressed and anxious. So, um, really a a neat product. Yeah. I had a, you know, my, my, my dad actually had a, a lab that would get very, very, for some reason, we, we never really figured it out. She would get very, very stressed out traveling in a car, almost like motion sickness type thing, but it wasn't necessarily motion sickness. It was like you said, it was more or less like an anxiety or something like that, that, um, you know, and I think that's probably a lot more common in dogs than what people think. Um, and I don't know, you know, you, you probably hear a lot of it as well. Um, but you know, these, these, uh, Fortiflora and different calming products like that. I mean, they're available in, you know, a chewable tablet or kind of a, can you kind of explain like some of it's just like, how would someone use this product? You know? Sure. Yeah. Um, generally, um, add it to their food. Um, it originally came out, Fortiflora was in a, uh, 
a little sachet, I think it's called, or sit, I don't know, a little, um, little packet and you just sprinkle it on their food. And, uh, it tastes really good too. So that's actually one nice thing is it helps encourage eating. So for those trips where some dogs would kind of want to go off their food, it really helped keep them eating. Um, you can add it to water so they'll drink more that helps keep them hydrated. Um, so, uh, um, but then for kennels and larger applications, it became kind of a, a pain. Like when I was traveling to have to, you know, tear open 24 little, um, individual sachets. So, um, the, uh, the tablets is a whole lot easier for kennels and people with a lot of dogs or people that feed it on a daily basis, you know? Yeah, no, it's a convenient little product. And I think, you know, people should really look into that. Um, Hey, before I let you go, I kind of wanted to, to, you know, we really discussed the, the Purina pro plan, some different products. We've gotten into that, but we haven't really gotten into, you know, some of your background, which I think is, is just fascinating that, you know, you've competed in so many different national championships and, you know, national finalists. And, you know, you have a two-time Canadian national champion, you know, that you've trained and kind of explain to our audience how process works from, you know, taking a dog from a puppy to a national champion. And I know that's probably a two week long conversation, yeah. but <laughs> kind of give it, you know, kind of yep. give our audience an idea of, of how you do it. And, and I think we, sometimes we miss out on that. We do a lot of really, focused hunting content, but we don't necessarily get into the competitions as much. And I think you're the perfect guy to kind of explain how that works. Yeah. You know, and, um, maybe a good comparison people can think of. And, uh, and so I'm a horse guy too. I love horses and I'm not, uh, I wouldn't call myself proficient with horses and training them, but you know, everybody can sort of relate to the idea that you've got a trail horse, which is a, a really nice, useful animal that, that gets a job done. It takes you someplace. And it needs a certain amount of training to be a good trail horse. Compare that to um, a dressage horse or a, um, uh, a horse that's run the Kentucky Derby um, or competing in reining competitions. The basics are all still the same in the beginning, right? The horse has to learn to uh, respect people. It has to learn to accept a rider. It has to go through all those parts. But then after that little basic part, then the direction you go gets very different, right? Whether you're going on a track or, you know, dressage or reining or roping or whatever. It's kind of the same with the dogs, right? In the beginning, it's all the same. It's, it's creating that bond between the puppy and the person, teaching the puppy to learn to learn how, you know, what pleases you, what doesn't please you, how to, um, you know, learn new tasks like sitting and going to a place and doing these little things coming and how to reward them. And, um, and then as they grow, just the amount of, uh, training that you put on them, then it begins to become a little different. So if you want a dog to run blind retrieves for hunting, that's a, another little step up. Um, whereas a field trial dog, um, you know, learning blind retrieves, doing a trained retrieve, all those things are going to be, um, required. You can't compete without it. So, um, you know, basically uh, the beginning is the same, but after kind of what I call the basics or the fundamentals of, of, you know, hear, sit, learning to cast, take directions, learning to retrieve, um, the field trial training just becomes that much more intense and demanding in the distances and challenging the dogs, um, challenging their memory, you know, trying to remember where the birds are, challenging them physically to be able to do multiple, you know, two and 300 yard swims, um, and stay focused, right? Not give up, not quit, not, uh, um, 
so that's sort of uh, um, maybe a little of the difference between what would be the you know average hunting dog and the uh, and the the best field trial dog. And and that's what's so great about these Labradors is you know uh, while we breed for you know high performing trial dogs, um, there's so many similarities across all the Labradors. Their desire to please desire to retrieve all that. It just makes them great companions. Yeah. And that, and, and when you kind of make that transition from, you know, your average hunting dog into, you know, these really, really high end field trial dogs, that's kind of where my question leads back to Purina, where, you know, is that where that performance, that nutrition um, really comes in because you're working these dogs so much harder. Absolutely. And, and, and Chris, there's really, until a dog is older, um, there's really no off season, right? When you're training a field trial dog, they, for their first three years, they're basically in training all the time. You know what I mean? They have to have breaks. They have to have some time off. But, um, for kind of a perspective, when I was competing, you know, I used to run about 28 field trials a year. Um, and they're all over the country, right? They're not all just in your town. So you're traveling, you're doing, uh, and a trial is three days long. So, you know, you're traveling hundreds of miles at least every other weekend, uh, to events. And you're going to a national, which you spend a week preparing for and then a week running. So the national is two weeks straight of work and training. Um, so these guys are really like, you know, elite athletes. Um, they need a little bit of downtime. And, uh, as they get older, I really used to recommend, you know, the dogs getting a month or so off, uh, maybe two months off to just not wear them out, let them sort of recover and, and feel good. Um, but uh, it's really, um, it's a lot of, uh, you know, they're athletes. It's a lot of work. And that's when it's really important just to have a good food to keep, uh, to keep them healthy. Absolutely. Now that's, that's great. And I, here's my last question before I let you go. And this is something I've always, uh, I've never done any type of field trials or anything, uh, you know, anything like that. And, and, but I've always wondered, you know, I've watched a bunch of them and I've, I've seen, you know, I know guys who do, but you know, when you get into something like the national championships and, you know, it is super, super high stakes, you know, these are, you know, you're competing against the best dogs in the entire country. Um, and I'm sure that the, the trainers probably get a little nervous, but do you notice that the dogs kind of maybe change a little bit or they, they sense that high stakes scenario? And I'm, I'm always curious about that because dogs are, are such kind of, you know, fickle animals in a sense that they can sense things like that sometimes. Do you notice that the dogs kind of change? Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. And um, they mostly change because we change, right? You know, there's mm -hmm. there's more at stake and our adrenaline's a little higher and it's amazing what dogs can detect. You know, I mean, if you think about this, dogs can, they're using dogs to, to detect um, like uh, uh, diabetic reactions before they happen, right? They can, mm -hmm. they can detect, uh, blood glucose levels and different things before somebody even has a, a diabetic seizure, the dog can detect. I mean, it's amazing what they can detect in us. And if they can detect that, you know, you know, they can detect adrenaline, anxiety on our behalf, all those things. Um, plus, uh, you know, the national is a, it's always a bigger venue, right? There's more people, there's more dogs, there's more, you know, there's, uh, loudspeakers and all these things going on. So, um, you're right. The dogs, they know, uh, they know it's different just like we do, but I, I think they're amazing. Uh, it's, it's really amazing how dogs can read people. And that's one of the things I, I think there's a lot of 
studies going on about that. And, and I've listened to a few podcasts with <clears throat> some animal behaviorists and other people that, that talk about dogs reading people. And it's, it's really incredible what they can do. Yeah, it is. And I know I've even had that conversation uh, with Mike Stewart about, you know, cause he does train some, some diabetic dogs, um, diabetes detection dogs, I should say. And, and it's always fascinating to hear how those dogs can, can know that and, and how they can learn that. And then, you know, it, it, it is, it's just a fascinating and yet another fascinating thing about, um, these dogs that, that we all appreciate just, you know, hanging out with. And, and, you know, I'll, mine is just a hunting dog, you know, and I'm like, Oh man, you know, I kind of feel bad. You're just a hunting dog, <laughs> uh, but, but it's, you know, it's something that I wouldn't trade for anything. So, right. You know, and it's not that many steps away to teach them to use their nose and different things. You know, I, I've got a friend that's teaching dogs to detect COVID and it's amazing how well that goes. And it just, it's just one step away from when they learned, you know, nobody thinks that teaching a drug dog is anything exciting anymore, right? That we've been doing drug dogs and explosive detection dogs for, you know, decades or um, maybe centuries, you know what I mean? Uh, and, you know, teaching them to detect COVID is not that much different, you know, it's just another thing. And it sounds miraculous or incredible, but for the dogs, you know, they kind of make it look easy. Awesome. Hey, and one more thing I've just remembered. Um, we've got the DU Expo coming up. Um, and I know Purina is playing a very large role in that. And I just want to kind of give you the opportunity to explain what, what people are going to be able to see from Purina at the DU Expo. Yeah, great, great thought. And, um, I kind of thought of that earlier and forgot to mention it. So, um, live demos, um, all day, every day. So we're a presenting sponsor of the event. So we'll be there with, um, you know, we'll have Purina staff there. We'll have dogs and, um, different displays in sort of the pet village. We're the, the primary sponsor of the pet village. So, and some of the people that'll be coming, uh, you mentioned Mike Stewart and Guy Billups and, um, different folks. Uh, I think Tom Smith, all from DU will be there doing presentations, be at a booth. Also Jordan Horak, he's a cocker trainer. He'll be there doing cocker demos. We'll have, uh, uh, Chad Collins doing some herding demos, which are really fun bird dog demos, some pointing dog demos. So we'll have lots of, uh, lots of different things, no matter what, uh, no matter what breed you're into, we'll have something, um, to watch and, and learn. And that's part of it is, is to be educational, have these guys there that people can ask questions and, and, uh, learn more about their dogs. Awesome. That's fantastic. And just a reminder to our listeners that DU Expo is June 25th through the 27th at Texas Motor Speedway and Purina will be the title sponsor. And, and, you know, you're going to be able to see everything from, uh, demonstrations to, you know, listen to people speak on everything from nutrition to training. It's going to be a, a fantastic time. So, well, hey, Carl, I appreciate you joining me today. Um, I think a lot of people are going to be able to, to pick up some, you know, great tidbits of information about Purina, about field trials, everything from this conversation. And uh, more than likely, we're going to have to have you back on if you don't mind. That sounds great. Love to do it. If there's anything else I can uh, help answer questions for folks, um, we can arranged for them to email or, or whatever that if we can help or I can find somebody that can if you've got any questions about food or nutrition or uh, anything Purina. I'd like to thank my guest Carl Gunzer the director of the sporting dog group for Purina for joining us today and, and walking us through some of the Purina products and even some new products that are be coming out very shortly I'd like to thank our producer Clay Baird for doing a great job of getting the podcast out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the DU podcast and supporting wetlands conservation. Hey. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside.